The Ginkola Podcast number 21 is all about YouTube and it's a lot of fun. First we talk about videos, then we talk about videos. Game Cola Podcast. Every day we're out there making podcasts. Hello, my name is Nathaniel Hoover. Welcome to Game Cola Podcast number 21. we got a very special show for you tonight because we have Michael Gray here. Say hello, Michael. Hello, Michael. we got Paul Franzen here. Say hello, Paul. Hello. Thank you, Paul. You're an inspiration to us all. And we are three of the most prolific contributors to GameCola.net's YouTube channel. And so we figured it would make sense as we just all got together to record a little something to top off our run of Super Mario Brothers 3. Two! Super Mario Brothers 2! Yeah, Super Mario Brothers 3 is next. Is it? Oh, that's good. Anyhow, so we just finished recording our last one. Mario Brothers 2, and uh, we figured, well, hey, we're all together, we're all talking video stuff, so why don't we talk about some uh, YouTubery? <clears throat> so, the uh, the first thing that um, we had begun to talk about, because I'm sure you're all dying to know out there in, in YouTube land, is the kinds of wacky, crazy setups uh, that we actually use for our recording. Paul was telling us, um, just before we got into this, that uh, he has been getting progressively lazier as he records his videos. Yes. No. <laughs> when I when I started recording videos, I I think uh, was first I did Dead Tentacle with Lizzo, and then I did uh, Adventures in Magic Kingdom. Was that the next one? Uh, anyway, yeah, I think that was the next one. I, I was I was super into it. I, I would actually watch all of the videos and then make little notes on them using uh, YouTube's annotation features. That's that's not really happening anymore now. Um, as I'm getting later into my run of Earthbound, I pretty much just skim the videos to look. To see if there are any random encounters that I need to cut out. And if there aren't, I'm done. And I post it. <laughs> and then I completely ignore all Daniel's rules about posting videos, too. He actually, uh, there's no reason you guys would know this, so let me tell you right now. He actually sent out, what, like a 40 page PDF file about how to post videos to the YouTube page. And I have 40 pages? That was, that was really I didn't actually open it. <laughs> I, I'm, oh, thanks, Paul. I was going to say, 40 pages, I must have fallen asleep writing it, just had my head down on the Z key for, like, 39 pages. I get Of course I read it. Uh, I just... <laughs> no, no, just disregard everything. Nathaniel, yes. Nathaniel writes too much. I'm const- it's true. I'm constantly I amazed at... Much. I write too much? Well, that's see, that's why they put me in charge of uh, the YouTube page, because I am technically the admin for it, because I don't need to do a lot of talking there. I just do little administrative feedback behind-the-scenes things. So it, it keeps me a little less verbose. And speaking of little administrative behind-the-scenes things, one of them would be um, what Nathaniel does is, like, changes the notes for every video. So, say for my Final Fantasy run, he okay. went through all 111 videos and changed it so it's, like, video 1 of 111, video 2 of 111. Oh, God. Actually, he did. I don't, remember if, I don't know if I've done all... Well, those for Final Fantasy, and you see after a while they start to blur together, but I definitely seem to recall doing that for Phoenix Wright, and it did, it did take a while. But then again, you know, when I was doing that, I really had nothing else to do with my time. Well, well, well now, you still do that? Some of my Earthbound videos just say, uh, video number X, and no, there's no of XX. No, I mean, there would well, be no. Well, I, I, could, you know, I, I could randomly guess and project, oh, there will be yeah. 115 videos. Paul made this number, because I'm not going back. 
Or I would just have to make sure that, that the last video was that number. Yes, so all sorts of administrative things going on behind the scenes, which I'm sure are terribly exciting, which is the reason you turned, tuned into this in the first place. Now, um, I mean, all of us have been uh, doing lots and lots of videos, and, and it's all out of the, for the love of the cola, right? Right, guys? Yeah. <coughs> that and I just like playing video games. Of course. And talking to myself. Now, see, what I do is I have... I, I arrange all my stuffed animals on my bed, so I'm talking to them while I'm playing, so I'm not talking to myself. <laughs> I can't tell if you're joking or not. <laughs> I'm actually not joking. I, I'm joking. I only have one stuffed uh, animal, and that's because <laughs> I've been, I haven't met with uh, Cora, who I'm supposed to get the stuffed animal to, so he's just been hanging from my lamppost for the past three months. Cora or the stuffed animal? Cora. I, I I mean, Mr. Monkey has been hanging from the lamppost. Ah, I see. I don't know what Cora's been doing. I actually, I, 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 have, I have no stuff that the audience, and in fact, uh, Lizzo gets kind of uh, antsy when I'm recording videos in here, because I'm, I'm in the living room, she's in the bedroom, and she, she can't help but hear everything I'm saying, so she's constantly trying to find ways to drown that out uh, for, for some reason. She thinks that uh, her PhD work is, is more interesting than me playing Earthbound and talking to myself while doing it. Well, I noticed she helped you with Day of the Tentacle. She did. She more than helped. She, she's the one who edited all those videos and posted them, too. Oh, very cool. Nice. Yeah, that was great. Is there any chance of uh, her making a reappearance um, or, say, Curse of Monkey Island? I don't know. We actually started doing one for King's Quest Six, I think, but we only got about halfway through, and I, I think she doesn't want to do it anymore because I kept making fun of the game, and it's one of her favorites. <laughs> See, you guys, you, you guys confuse me. Well, not really so much confuse me, but I, I'm very much, I don't know if the proper term for it is chronologist, but that's the term I've been using. Uh, I like to do things in order, so just starting at King's Quest Six without doing one through five first is just... Well, see, we didn't really want to do one through five. Well, especially not, like, one and two. Definitely not. Um, and we actually wanted to do seven, but we couldn't get the recording to work on my computer, so we, by default we went for six, because that was our next favorite. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, only halfway through, and I don't think... I mean, we stopped, like, over a year ago. So, I'm not sure that the chances of continuing it are that good at the moment. Do you still have those videos? Could you put I them up? I think so. I, I think they, they still exist. Because I mean, we could, we could upload half of a run of, of uh, King's Quest VI. That's what we did for uh, Final Fantasy Final Crystal Fantasy, Chronicles. Yeah, Crystal Chronicles. <laughs> Except by half, you mean the first, like, four videos. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was actually very upset that you guys didn't continue with that. I was really getting into it. Uh, apparently, some people were, not just you. So I'm surprised. Yeah, other, other, other people watch these videos besides me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, obviously, people watch the Phoenix Wright videos. Mm -hmm. For for any listeners who haven't looked at our Phoenix Wright videos, all of them have a ton of comments. It's kind of crazy. They what do they have like a thousand views over a thousand views, something like that. Well, yeah. I mean, what's great about the Phoenix Wright videos is that it's good old game cola affair like we've been putting up on the channel, but it's also an actual useful walkthrough. That uh, and and I don't know how many Phoenix Wright video walkthroughs are out there, but it, 
you know, I haven't played the games, I haven't looked for any others, but as far as I've seen, I think they're pretty good. And they're very entertaining, too, as, you know, yeah. just watching the story unfold. I mean, I'm finally, after all of this time, you know, I make it a point to try and watch all of the videos if I can help it, so I've been very slowly working through the Phoenix Wright videos. I'm finally on episode five, and I'm within uh, ten or so episodes at the end, and it's getting to be really great entertainment. Just the game alone, not even looking at the commentary to spice it up. Um, things have finally been getting very interesting. So it's it's been neat to watch that and not need to worry about the um, finding it, the paying for it, the taking the time to play it, the banging your head about the stupid jar puzzle, you know, any of those things. And that, that's exactly what I liked about Michael's Final Fantasy VI run, was that I don't have to bother actually playing this turn-based RPG that I don't really have any interest in, other than, I mean, I, I don't have any interest in playing it, but I'm really curious to see what actually happens in the game. So... I can just watch his video, get his entertaining commentary, and take care of everything that way. So it's really cool. I mean, we don't have to play video games ever again. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what's that's what's interesting. I always thought um, because I was saying, oh, okay, you know, we started out with the Mega Man games and the Phoenix Wright games. Well, Phoenix Wright works because it, you can say, hey, it's a walkthrough, um, and there's a lot of different ways that you can play it. So this is a very nice, clean run, and platformers, things like Mega Man, Super Back to the Future Part 2, Adventures of the Magic Kingdom, other things that we've done, um, can be very entertaining because I found that a lot of people have trouble with platformers and you can really show off with platformers and also get to places that people said, oh, there's, I couldn't even make it past the first boss. But with RPGs, I really, you know, I saw somebody was uploading Final Fantasy stuff and I'm like, is anybody going to watch this? Watching other people play RPGs is incredibly boring. But apparently it's more exciting than I thought. Well, it's, it especially helps that Michael started cutting out the random encounters after a while. I think that, yeah, that I makes agree the, with that. the flow so much better. Yeah. I think you guys should uh, compliment me some more. <laughs> I also really like your Nancy Drew videos. Oh, okay. Those they, are aren't okay. On the, they aren't on the Game Cola channel, though, so our loyal listeners wouldn't have seen those. They're on Michael's well, personal channel. Not necessarily. Channel. Not necessarily. Yeah, yeah, I've gotten three or so comments about people saying, wait, aren't you that Nancy Drew guy? That's amazing. Yeah, I'm like, yes, yes I am. Michael is actually such an internet celebrity, he's so cool, that, and I, I have seen this myself, that some very loyal fan of his cobbled together the, like, top five Michael Gray moments um, no. from his Nancy Drew videos and, and put that together. I was very surprised to see something like that. I was, personally, I was um, a little weirded out, but my reaction was basically half of those were just clips of me failing rather than, like, me actually being funny. But, see, it, it speaks very highly of you that someone thought that you failing was such a unique thing to put that together in a video. They were, they were so entertained by it. You're very good at failing, Michael. Thank you. Thank you. So are you. I've seen your run of Super Back to the Future Part 2. Huh. I, I was awesome in that game. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. I barely, barely died to that at all. Really. In my defense, that was the first time I'd ever played that game. Also, it was all in Japanese, so how was I supposed to know what was going on? <laughs> yes, because Gremlin Doc Brown's dialogue was so important. <laughs> Might have helped explain where some of these completely random bosses came from that weren't in the movie at all. Uh, I don't know, the, the musical instrument playing guy. Yeah, in case you haven't, uh, in case you listeners haven't watched uh, Paul's run of Super Back to the Future Part 2, 
Um, it's sort of this ridiculous uh, platformer that doesn't make a whole lot of sense that is very loosely based on uh, Back to the Future. It was never released in the United States for some reason. <laughs> for some reason. Actually, it is kind of weird because every crappy licensed game that exists is in the U.S., especially when they're based on U.S. licenses. So, I mean, it, it doesn't seem like it would have been the quality that kept it from being released in the U.S. Especially considering that the NES Back to the Future games were released in the U.S., and they were, I would argue, worse than Super Back to the Future Part 2. Yeah, I have played a little bit of, um, actually, yeah, Back to the Future and, what is it, Part 2 and 3 are together in yeah, the game, right? Yeah, yeah. I've played the both of them, not extensively, just enough, you know, 10, 20 minutes, something like that, and I was far more entertained by the one that you played on the YouTube channel, Paul. Well, at least, I mean, with, with uh, Super Back to the Future Part 2, uh, you can sort of tell what's going on. I mean, my problem with the NES one is that, I mean, you could go left or right, and Either way you went, nothing ever seemed to actually happen or seemed to indicate that you were progressing at all. Right. Like, I had a lot of trouble just figuring out even what I was supposed to do in the game, let alone how it was tied to the movie at all. Whereas, at least in a, in the Super Nintendo game, I mean, you could tell what was going on, more or less. Yes. Except when Pooh started flying from the, falling <laughs> from the skies, and you had to climb on it. I, uh, I can only think that has to be the manure. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is, yeah. I mean, I was joking the whole time, saying, oh my god, what's all this poop doing here? Ha ha ha. And then at, so at the end of the level, you see the manure truck fall over, and all this manure starts flying in the air, so it, it, it actually is poop. Blows and that's disgusting. Uh, Maybe that's so. why it didn't get released here. <laughs> that could be it, yeah. Well, they, they could have done what they do with a lot of other games, is just recolor it and say, oh, it's balls of slime falling from the sky or it's giant rocks. I mean, they did that with uh, Bionic Commando. Um, the original Bionic Commando, nice, good old platformer, you know, you're this military guy with a bionic arm running in to kill the bad guys. And the bad guys, as I remember or understand it, that the Japanese version were actually Nazis. And so you had the swastikas, and it, then they changed it so that the swastikas were no longer there. It was a slightly different design, but it, mm-hmm. it's the same concept. I don't quite understand why they do that. I mean, I can understand why they do that, but they did that with Lego Indiana Jones, and it seems to me that, I mean, Indiana Jones, everybody knows they're supposed to be Nazis, right? So it, it seems kind of pointless to pretend that they're not Nazis. I think it's all about the perception of what the culture or how the culture as a whole would respond to it. Because if you start having, let's say, you know, good old little kids running around playing as the Nazi characters that they've unlocked, then all of a sudden the Nazis are the heroes, and maybe that's not a good thing that you want your little kids to be embracing. So there's that possibility. I think, too, in general, I think they're probably just a little skittish about releasing a game that's rated E for everyone, and there are Nazis in it. I think that alone is probably... Because everything that's attached to that. Yeah. yeah. They probably decided that it's it's not essential enough to the core of Indiana Jones to include it. <laughs> it's not essential to the core of Indiana Jones. <laughs> I, I'm not spending that decision. I'm Those just... Nazis can totally be cut out. They don't have anything to do with the plot. Oh. So anyway, about the YouTube page. Yeah, yeah, anyways, about the YouTube page. So there is this incredible proliferation of Mega Man videos there. Yeah, but that, that. being the huge Mega Man fan that I am, let me say that I actually started that. That was all Michael's fault. Actually, Michael is the entire reason why I got into recording videos anyhow. Um, 
you won't see a lot of videos from me on the YouTube page because it's uh, all of my stuff is all Mega Man stuff, and then I took my uh, column Flash Flood about uh, Flash games and animations and started to do a couple videos of me playing through the Flash games that I have reviewed. Um, and I also did a run of Deja Vu with you guys that I also want to want to talk about in a little bit. But uh, first, Mega Man. So Michael is actually the one who got me started because I I watched his uh, what was it Mega Man Monster Marathon of uh, games one through six and said. I really like this game, and I like all of these Mega Man games, and I kind of want to play it now that I've uh, seen you do it. <laughs> it's, it was there a hint of it, I could do so much better there, Daniel, I think there was. Paul, you're putting words in my mouth. I'm not spitting them out, but you're putting words in my mouth. To be honest, I had really no idea what I was doing during that video walkthrough, so yes, it was very bad, and it is very easy to do much better than I did in those videos. Well, yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen your, uh, then you followed that up with Mega Man X and X2, and then the, uh, I think both, uh, 1 and 2 for the, well, did you do two different Game Boy Mega Man games, or just one? I did, uh, Mega Man 1 and Mega Man 2 for the Game Boy. That's right, I, that's right, yes, you did. So, right. yeah, I mean, and I, I could definitely see, after, you know, you really got the hang of it, that your Mega Man skill had improved, so, um, so A+, plus, yay, thumbs up. No, I think it's because, actually, because I actually had a controller as opposed to doing the computer keyboard. Oh, yeah, that makes a big difference. Yeah, it does. That was, that was a big moment for me when I just finally broke down and bought a USB Super Nintendo-style controller to plug into my computer for these games. What's been tricky for me, though, is I have a, um, a wireless controller that kind of looks like a PlayStation 2 controller. Um, hmm. Except it's much more comfortable because I always had issues holding the PlayStation 2 controller for long periods of time. Hands always cramped up, bad things. Anyways, I digress. But the uh, controller that I have is wireless, runs on batteries. And whenever the batteries start to get a little bit low, I'm watching myself as I play. So if in any of my Mega Man videos you ever see me randomly jump in place or fire when there's nothing on the screen, it's because my controller is deciding, oh, I'm low on batteries, I'm going to do dumb stuff. I'm going to transition now to the topic of how you actually record. So, so I'm guessing I'm taking it. I'm guessing from your comments that you are playing on the computer with some sort of uh, controller attached to the computer. Yeah, how I do it um, for my well, actually all of the things that I'm doing. Um, if it's an NES game, which are the only ones aside from my Flash games and Deja Vu that I've played so far, um, I have my uh, FCE Ultra emulator set up, and so I'll play through. Um, whatever game it is, and uh, use my wireless controller to play that. And I'll record using a program called Cam Studio, which I'm not sure if anybody else uses. Oh, that's um, what I but, use now, too. But up until my, I switched over. Okay, cool. Up until my run of Mega Man 5, which I'm currently in the process of recording and have been in the process of recording since, like, December, maybe November, something like that, um, up until this last time, it worked very well. The only problem with Cam Studio is that it's got limitations. You can only record for about somewhere in the area of 10 to maybe 15 minutes before it stops recording, but it doesn't tell you that it stops recording, so it'll just break when you try and stop the video and say, okay, save my video. Sorry, I don't know where it went. It just kind of got lost. I'll have to try that again. So that's the one problem uh, with Cam Studio. The other one is that when there's too much action going on on the screen, too many different colors, and you're recording too large of an area, it starts to skip a lot. Now, maybe that's just my computer, 
But the entire reason, I, I was, uh, seriously, I was like three levels from the end of Mega Man 5. And I started looking back through a couple of the videos that I had done and saw that they're, all of the coolest parts of all of my videos were incredibly choppy. Like people had just yanked out lots and lots of consecutive frames for my video. And all of a sudden, I'm, like, leaping forward on the screen, and things are exploding when I didn't even shoot at them, and, oh, it's just awful. So I had to fiddle with a lot of settings, found out that I think Cam Studio was the problem, that uh, the game had now become too complex, too fancy with all of the sophisticated advancements uh, that Mega Man 5 brought over Mega Man 4 and 3, 2, and 1, and there was just too much going on on the screen. So I had to actually shrink my recording area and fiddle around with a couple of other settings. And that's where... Oh, like, do you normally do a full-screen recording area? Not quite full-screen. It's, it's like, most of the screen. Um, so I can very easily, you know, pause it, manipulate, go bring around other stuff. So it doesn't take up my whole screen. Also, because I have a wide screen, and that would be a little weird. Um, so, but anyways, okay, so yeah. I, it takes up I, I, I haven't had that kind of trouble, but my screen is usually, I mean, pretty tiny. I, I do the right. same thing with an emulator and cam studio, and I think it doesn't even take up like a quarter of the screen kind of to get close yeah. to it to look at tell what's going on. But don't have quite the video quality, the high quality that everyone else does. Getting back to um, the topic that I tried to bring up a little while ago, what I do for, um, say, the Mega Man X games is I actually have, have these cables that connect my TV to my computer. I don't know what they call it, a video capture card or something like that. So I'm actually playing the Mega Man game on my TV, and the and the TV is connected to my computer. So I have my computer record it while I'm playing it on my TV, and that's why you'll notice the super gigantic, huge quality. I mean, ideally, I'm I'm nervous about doing that because I rely heavily on safe states when I'm doing my videos. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I I use them all the time. Honestly, I would, I, would not, I mean, there's no way I'm going to play through the first chunk of Super Back to the Future Part 2 16 times because I keep dying in the middle of it. There's, no, I, I, I only have so much uh, dedication here. Well, if it had been up to me when I first started making the, uh, the Mega Man videos, I would have just played it on my Nintendo, you know, the way it was meant to be played, and just have that piped into my computer, except I didn't have the equipment at the time to do that. So I said, well, I guess I can use an emulator instead, get the same effect. And then once I realized the power of the emulator, that I can actually save between each level, and then practice, and then make it look really good, then I decided to do that. Because, yeah, sure, you know, you can play through an entire game start to finish, and that has a certain charm to it. But, you know, if you can really sit down and, and fine-tune it and do a lot of really stupid stuff that you just shouldn't do that looks really great, um, then it's that much more fun. So it has been a good thing um, to have an emulator. And that's part of the reason why I haven't actually played not Nintendo games, because, oh, well, first of all, I only own Nintendo games. But uh, aside from that, some of the stuff like the later Mega Man X games that are on PlayStation, I've played around with the PlayStation emulator before, and... Uh, if I do get around to recording those someday, it's going to be a little bit uglier unless I can figure out a more effective way to uh, <laughs> reload levels and not need to wait around forever for things to happen. Actually, I actually do have a, a video capture card at some point. I was trying to use that to record uh, some footage of Xbox Live games because I really wanted to do a video of a game called A Fading Melody. I talked about okay. it in the game called Log uh, forever ago. And I really want to do a video of it because I don't think very many people have heard of it and I thought it would be a lot of fun, but 
I could not get the quality to be even like remotely decent using my video, my apparently weak video capture device. Very sad. Nathaniel, for the PlayStation um, Mega Man games, they, they, I don't know if you've noticed on my videos, but you have that save option. You can save after every level or not. Once you beat True, it. but I mean, being able to go back instantly. So, for example, I've been playing Mega Man 5, and if I do something that's really bad and just doesn't look on, good on video at all, sometimes I'll run through and say, okay, I'll keep it because the rest of this looks great, or sometimes I'll say, well, that was a train wreck, so let's stop right here and reload the level. Um, mm -hmm. So it's a pain to hit reset, wait for everything to load up, and then load the uh, save game again. Yeah, there is. That That would be one of my complaints about the Mega Man 2, place, I mean the Mega Man PlayStation game. So, I mean, I think you can still do save states with PlayStation emulators. I just, I think they work a little bit. I'm, I'm just so spoiled because FCE Ultra does very nice things for me, and it's, it just, everything works out great. So I'm just afraid to move on to any other emulator because I know, I'm sure it's not going to be quite as, as smooth and seamless. Not quite as smooth and seamless a transition as this one. Um, deja vu. So we all uh, worked on this wonderful PC. NES, Game Boy Advance, and all sorts of other different platforms. Um, detective Adventure Game, um, starring Ace Harding, Crack Detective. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that, because the three of us recorded an individual run for a different version of the game, but we never, we only responded to the previous guy's comments, if anything at all. We never really got a chance to talk about uh, the differences between the games, or what it was like having watched somebody else play it first, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I so, made comments about this on um, Paul Franzen's run. Paul, in order to beat Deja Vu, he was constantly using the guide that I had written for Deja Vu. And oh, well, come on. If I, had, if I had tried to do a blind run of that game, it would not have been pretty. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was even your idea to use the lobster, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, I was a little weirded out by the fact that you kept referring to me by name and quoting my guide at length. <laughs> I think you could be a little bit more discreet about that, and you could pretend that you were just super smart and knew what to do ahead of time. I, I try to be more upfront than that. I'm, I'm, I'm legit, Michael Gray. What would have been really weird is if you were using my video walkthrough to help you out during your video walkthrough. What would have been really funny, though, is if when I played through my version, because I did it last on the Windows version, uh, if I would have followed what Paul did as my walkthrough. <laughs> like, well, Paul awesome. did this here, so clearly it must be right. Bam! Okay, I died, obviously. It's wrong. No, I had, I had a great deal of fun with Deja Vu, and that was different from any of the other videos that I had recorded up to that point, because my Mega Man videos, and also the Flash Flood videos that I did, I would sit down and play it through several times until I got a... Uh, a run that I was completely satisfied with. And I would sit down um, just because I focus a lot better when I play games and do my commentary separately. So I went and add the commentary after the fact, after I had videos that I was content with. And that took me forever. When I was playing Deja Vu, I redid the video footage a couple times to make sure everything came out the way I wanted, but I was basically goofing around. I was just saying, you know what, these guys have already played it seriously, I'm just going to be ridiculous and have some fun with it, and if there's a little something that I miss that I want to put back in, I'll re-record it, otherwise don't worry about it. And when I got to the audio commentary, I sat down with the entire video, the 10 minute block or however long it was per video, and I just sit down, I hit record, did one take, maybe two takes, start to finish and say, that's it. 
I'm not going to take any more time on it. Because normally with my Mega Man videos, I'll try and record a whole stage at a time, and I can fit two or three stages in the video. And if I have a section that I kind of like, but the rest of it's kind of yucky, I'll cut out that little, maybe, hopefully if I'm lucky, 30-second section, and then record the next bit. And then keep on slowly piecing together until I have like a Frankenstein monster of audio commentary. So this was a very nice change for me. I got the whole thing done in a weekend, whereas all of my other Mega Man videos have taken me two to three or four weeks. <laughs> I think your Deja Vu run was the uh, most popular one, actually. Oh, with like 21 hits. That's great. No, I mean, yours is the one that got comments saying, hey, why don't you do Shadowgate or Uninvited or... Wait, didn't I see has someone been commenting on all of those videos telling you every single thing you did wrong? Yeah. Uh, yeah, somebody, like, um, in, a, like, a bulleted list and everything, it was... Yeah, and I wasn't sure, and, and loyal viewer, if you're listening, um, I, I wasn't sure if it was that, you know, you thought I was trying to do a serious run, and I just kept screwing up, or if you just wanted to point out exactly what it was, I don't know, either way, I was just having fun. I was really just goofing off and intentionally um, getting myself killed off all the time, because really... That's how I play adventure games. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I love these Space Quest games, is that there are so many creative ways you can kill yourself off. Not that that's terribly morbid or anything, but you know, if the designers go to the trouble of programming all of these random game over sequences, it can be kind of fun to see what kinds of crazy, ridiculous stuff they came up with. I mean, this, this is getting too far off topic at this point, but to me it depends on how far they make you go back after you get killed. If you well, put your last true. save file, not a fan. Uh -huh. Well, and that's why you save often and in many different slots. I don't know, I, I like what the, the later King's, King's Quest games, how they do it. They just put you right back to right before you die. Which is also what a test game, the, the game that Lizzo's been working on. The, I guess that's the code name for it anyway. Uh, that, that's how her game works. That's what uh, Deja Vu does, and I think you might have noticed that in my yeah. Deja Vu 2 run, I just pulled a Nathaniel, and just for one video, I just goofed around and did five or six death sequences all in a row. I, I was I was most entertained by the uh, the dog and the bullpine man who's selling the newspapers, because there are so many things that are wrong about that. You, uh, you go and, what is it, Michael? You go and punch the dog. Not that, you know, we're advocating cruelty to animals or anything, but you can do it in this game. You can punch the dog, and then he like bites your face off. But if you try and shoot at the dog, he does a little dance around in a circle and dodges your bullets. Is that right, Michael? The, yes, the dog dodges your bullets if you shoot the dog. Well, let's see. We we looked at um, Deja Vu, Mega Man, Phoenix Wright, Nancy Drew, lots of different ones. Are there any other... Um, oh, yeah, well, there's there's some other videos that we, um, we haven't talked about, because I'd like to at least touch on everything that we have on the YouTube channel, if I can possibly think of it. Um, we also have Michael's run of Metroid Fusion up right now, mm -hmm. uh, which is followed with our, our walkthroughs, because we do actually have a, a couple different walkthroughs up on the site right now, which is nice. So, was your uh, process, uh, or is there anything particularly exciting about uh, Metroid Fusion that you have for us, Michael? Anything particularly exciting? I think you might have noticed that... Um well, maybe you didn't notice this, but I did live commentary for the uh, video walkthrough for Metroid Fusion, which was okay for the first five videos, but then I just sort of stopped talking and my commentary was so boring that I decided I just have to re-record this. And that's why in video number five or six, I think it's video number seven, you'll notice that I'm just talking 
non-stop and singing down, down, doobie-doobie, down, doobie-doo, down, down. Yeah, right, right, right. No, the Metroid Fusion one run was a pretty good run. I want to do a couple more Game Boy Advance runs. It's it's a quick one, I think. How how many videos are there? Twenty something. Yeah, something like that. So it was just two. Not unreasonable. It's just like two two hour gaming sessions. That's all. That's not bad. But um, speaking of of things that we have on the uh, the longer end, um. Or maybe on the shorter end, depending on how you look at it. We have all of these podcasts. So we've we've done all of these Game Cola podcasts that we have in nice little travel form. You can listen to them. But we've also applied pictures and, in some cases, videos to them. So you can have something to watch on YouTube as you're listening to the podcast. How do you think those have gone over? I mean, obviously not incredibly well because they have, I think, the least views out of anything that we have on the site. But uh, just about the concept in general, what do you guys think? I mean, I just, I, I like it because it's easy content for the YouTube page. <laughs> but that's not a very good reason to like it. I mean, I think that we have a very, I think we have, a, we have, uh, Game Cola as a whole has different fan bases. We have people who visit the site, and we have a lot of people who visit the YouTube page, but don't necessarily ever visit the site. So I think right. putting the podcasts on the YouTube page is good for those people, because sure. otherwise they might not really get to listen to podcasts. No, I agree with that. And personally, I like the um, watching the videos as well. So, for example, I probably wouldn't have been terribly interested in, what was it, James Pond, uh, codename Robocod, um, watching just um, a video of that. crazy, because that game is super interesting. <laughs> but because uh, that video was in the background of one of the podcasts, as well as one of the podcasts I was involved in, so I sort of tuned out <laughs> and just watched the video anyhow. Um, but it was nice because it's something that I might not have normally been very interested in, but there was different audio, so you know, it's, it's two different reasons to come here. So for that reason, I loved it. Personally... Um, Plan 9 from Outer Space. I'm sorry, Mike, did you have another thing that you were going to say? Yeah, I was going to say, personally, I just, whenever I listen to the Game Cola podcast on YouTube, I don't watch the video. I just have it playing in the background while I'm doing something else on my computer. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's how I tend to listen to the podcasts, too. I podcasts in general is that I listen to it while I'm doing something else. So, like, I'm doing household chores or... Exactly, or yeah. I, I reserve the Game Cola podcast for laundry day and room cleanup day. That's usually how it works. And it works out great. But yeah, but I wanted to uh, briefly mention Plan 9 from Outer Space, because we were talking about adventure games and also ones that weren't necessarily as popular or mainstream, like Super Back to the Future Part 2. So uh, what possessed you, Paul, to do a, uh, a run of this game based on this apparently horrible movie that people keep talking about, but somehow I still haven't seen? Well, mostly it was the fact that the game existed at existed. all. I was completely <laughs> blown away when I discovered that there was an adventure game based on Ed Wood's classic classic Plan 9 from Outer Space, and I just had to play it, and since I knew that, I mean, since I didn't have it, hadn't heard of it before, I figured a lot of people had so I thought it'd be fun to put that out there so other people could check it out, too. Makes sense. Unfortunately, the game wasn't that good. Ugh, for shame. <laughs> so I tried to well, make up for that by uh, including various clips from the movie itself, too, to try to make things a little more interesting, and to... Uh, maybe show off the movie to people who hadn't seen the movie before, whichever I should. Sure. Um, and then along the same lines of really obscure stuff, at least as far as I know, it's really obscure stuff, um, we have videos from another adventure game, The Adventures of Willie Beamish, except it's not actually um, a video walkthrough, it's death sequences, 
for this poor little child who's on some sort of adventure that I still can't exactly figure out. So, Michael, why don't you come up with the adventures of Willie Beamish? Well, that was for a special edition of The Ten Reasons, and Willie Beamish will always have to hold a special place in my heart because Willie Beamish is the reason I got involved with GameCola.net. Oh, uh-huh. Paul, I don't know if you remember, but I believe we had a column called Free Stuff for Feedback back in the day. Uh, yes. <laughs> the uh, precursor to Free Stuff for Referrals. I mean, we, we don't have any more, but we had it more recently. Sorry, go ahead. So basically, Paul was desperate to actually know that people are reading the site, I believe. That's the idea. So he said, if anybody, please, please, leave a comment and I'll send you something free. And there was a review for Willie Beamish, so my comment was, hey, I like this review for The Adventures of Willie Beamish. It was funny and it made me want to play the game, although it was on a system I'd never heard of, like the Sega Saturn. Ah. And so my reward, what was my reward, Paul? Uh, I can look it up. I don't remember off the top of my head, though. Okay, we'll make him look it up. This is hilarious. Okay. <laughs> so help me, if it was a Nancy Drew game and that guy you started on writing Nancy Drew reviews, too, I'm going to laugh. No, 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 no. It's, it's something different. Previously in uh, Free Stuff for Referrals uh, or Free Stuff for Feedback, we've given away things like an Animorphs uh, VHS tape. Um, I personally got a bumper sticker that says Mushroom Kingdom um, on it for my car, which was pretty pretty exciting. Um, handmade bead, like what is it, bead art of a couple Mega Man bosses. Ooh. So lots of uh, different kinds of fun swag. And then there was like, what, a some something, some book in German. Or something like that, wasn't there? It was, wasn't it like a German spirituality book about finding your inner yoga? Something ridiculous. Something like that. Like that. I yeah, we used to have. There was, there was a book once about how you know, uh, playing video games and Dungeons and Dragons uh, will make you go to hell, I think. Maybe that was it. But it was in German, I seem to recall. Oh, well, there, so. there was another one that was a copy of Diablo 2 in German. Oh, that's the one I'm thinking of, yes. So anyways, we've had some really interesting and wonderful prizes given away on uh, the old version of Game Cola before we uh, switched format to this fancy, shiny new site. So, um, the things you miss out. Um, while Paul is looking that up, um, I wanted to uh, also just bring up the uh, the fact that we're doing holiday videos now. Um, this is a trend that I started. I thought, hey, it would be fun. You know, we could do a Halloween-themed video, Christmas-themed video, Thanksgiving um, looking ahead, you know, we did New Year's looking ahead to, um, what's that, uh, with the hearts, February, people buy chocolate, flower, singles awareness day, Valentine's Day. Um, so, looking at uh, doing the Valentine's Day one as well. And so, Somebody sounds know, bitter, Nathaniel. <laughs> I am not bitter. Not at all. Spice Girls. Or VHS tapes of the Spice Girls. Yes. That is it. All... Would you like to announce that again? What did I win for making a comment on the Willie Beamish article? You won four VHS tapes of the Spice Girls. Bravo. That was one of our best prizes ever, I think. <laughs> Very uh, highly sought out. But after everyone wanted it. So that was how I got involved with GameCola.net. I figured yeah. if these guys gave me Spice Girls videos, I might as well read their... Um, 
website. And then I volunteered to become a website because apparently it's a rule that if you read the website, you have to become a writer. And have you noticed that too? <laughs> yeah. Well, so, uh, uh, go ahead. Yeah, well, ever since that uh, little, you know, under the table deal of, hey, if you actually write some content for uh, my little newsletter here, I'll, I'll give you some swag. Um, ever since then, I think Paul and Michael have had this wonderful working relationship in which they get to do all of the most fun and cool videos together while uh, alienating everybody else. Like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4 and uh, DuckTales 2, right? Am I right? Am I right? I'm so right. Um, I didn't really like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4. It's just the same as Teenage Mutant why, Ninja Turtles 3. Why do you have such a horrible taste in video games, Michael Gray? <laughs> what, what, have you played Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3? I played it with you. It was awesome. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? No, number three, not number four. I mean, number four, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's basically number the four same is the as... the best one, and then the second one, and then the third one's okay, and then the Hyperstone Heist is... And then, finally, at the bottom barrel is the original NES one. That's the order. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I It just seemed like a generic fighting game. It is... Um, yeah. It was Paul who was super excited about playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4, so I'm like, okay, fine, I'll play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4. Cowabunga, dude. And... You're, you're crushing my spirit right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so depressed. I like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games, it's just I didn't really see how um, number 4 was all that different than 2 or 3. Besides for better okay. graphics. Okay, I'll, I'll well, time travel. Time travel. That's I, better. I preferred the second game where there was actually no plot whatsoever and you got to pretend there was a plot. And you guys also did uh, DuckTales too. And again, I'm thinking, you know, me being the chronologist that I am, if that's the word, I'm thinking, why not DuckTales 1? You just jumped ahead. I don't think I did DuckTales 2. Paul, you, you know, did you not know. play DuckTales 2. That, you did. I'm sorry. Michael played no. DuckTales 2 twice, which made me think that you played <laughs> There's a reason that I played DuckTales 2 twice, and I'm not sure it's a very good reason, but I had already written a guide, a text walkthrough for DuckTales 2 and DuckTales 2 for the Game Boy. But for the NES version, I, I did write a guide for DuckTales, but I still have not finished my guide for DuckTales for the Game Boy. And what I really wanted to do was play them both side by side so people could see the differences and the changes because I think DuckTales 2 for the Game Boy was really interesting. It had, it had cool concepts like the goggles or the goggles which let you see where all the hidden jewels are or the, um, counter which says, hey, there are 20 or so however many treasure chests that are left unopened in this stage. And they also had you know, hidden signs, you know, you get the special item and it shows you the signs that lead to the hidden treasure. It's like, those are interesting ideas. I don't know why they weren't in the NES version. So that's why I sort of wanted to show off an NES version of the DuckTales game next to a Game Boy version of the exact same game. Because I think those Game Boy games are good and they've been kind of ignored as just cheap ports when they're not. It's but, kind of interesting. You don't usually see that the Game Boy version is better than the NES version. I don't think it's no. better than the NES version, but well, I think it's interesting in its own right. Yeah, exactly. 
it's not just a lazy port. Yeah. So that's why I didn't do um, DuckTales 1, is because I haven't finished DuckTales 1. That's why I started with DuckTales 2. And there's no really running plot between DuckTales 1 and DuckTales 2 anyway. True enough. So I, I have a question for everyone. What okay. What is one game that uh, you really want to record for the YouTube page that you haven't done yet? I call dibs on Chrono Trigger. I don't know if I'll ever get around to it because of all of these Mega Man videos. And it is a bit of an endeavor, but it is my all-time favorite RPG, and I would really like to be able to do that. Interesting. I mean, now that we've apparently proven that RPGs are hip and fun to watch, so... I can't believe that, actually, because, well, maybe this is being a little bit speaking of the future, but my, um... I've got 26 or so Final Fantasy VI videos that are going to be uploaded in the future. And I'd be surprised if anybody actually watches them, to be quite honest. Because I thought the game was over. Thank you, Nathaniel, for telling me that there were um, two more dungeons to fight, so I had to keep Wait, doing my video walkthrough. <laughs> no, there's, there's, there's bonus material in Final Fantasy VI Advance, so the remake version has more. So thank you for letting me know that I had to keep playing, and <laughs> I just just pointed out a fact. You were the one who acted on it. Can't blame me. You could tell um, that I was getting increasingly frustrated and bored with the game because my commentary throughout these videos just keeps getting meaner and nastier, and <laughs> as the game goes along, out pretty mean and nasty too. It did start out pretty mean and nasty. I'm surprised. It starts out mean and nasty. Yeah, I, you know, I would say the opposite. I would say it started out mean and nasty and it got uh, progressively nicer when the story started getting more interesting. Yeah, it started getting nicer. When part two started and the game started getting good, I'm like, yes, well, this is interesting. Of, it, in, in the game's defense, part of it, well, actually, it's, it's just as condemning as it is defending. Um, things weren't very well explained at the beginning, and you hadn't... Michael, you said you hadn't played a Final Fantasy game before that, right? Uh, I've played Something Final like Fantasy Tactics Advance and Final Fantasy 1, and this game okay, plays either, just like either, it. Neither of those really compares, because this is very different. If you said, like, oh, I played Final Fantasy 4, okay, you know, I might be raising an eyebrow. But very different games um, from the, just the game mechanics and the things that they didn't bother to explain, because they didn't give you a tutorial until, what, video number 5? And that was a really bad tutorial, and... It's amazing how many control problems I have still with this game, figuring out the magic screen and just learning what the magic spells do right now about 50 hours into the game. It's So, I mean, yeah, that, that can be incredibly frustrating when the game itself is working against you, or, you know, if you're not... Some people have no problems with it, and sometimes you're just not, you know, configured to play that kind of a game. I know exactly what that's like. I am not very good at Sonic the Hedgehog games at all, because I am not configured to play with sonic physics. It's just not my thing. So, but I accept that. Anyways, I say this because I was just playing the original Sonic the Hedgehog recently and getting very frustrated because it's, it's not exactly the same as the Mega Man 5 controls that I've been playing. But anyhow, that's something different altogether. Um, so I mentioned I wanted to play Chrono Trigger. What do you guys want to play in the future? Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I would really, really, really like to do a two-person Toe Jam and Earl run, but as of yet, I haven't found a second person yet. Michael won't do it with me. I'll Although I haven't asked Nathaniel, Nathaniel, do you want to do Toe Jam and Earl? 
Well, I've never, well, because I'm a Nintendo-only guy, I never owned Toe Jam and Earl, and in fact, I've never played it. So, if you'd like to, you know, watch me fail all the time, or get ridiculously lucky and wonder how I did it, sure, I'd be happy to do it. Well, maybe I'll just do it single-player. It's really meant to be a two-player game, though. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the game's kind of super hard to get to the end of it. Like, I've only done it once. So, if it's going to be a full walkthrough, I should probably do it with someone else who has played it before. But, then again, maybe it doesn't matter. We can just use save states. <laughs> anyway, that's the game I've been, I, I keep thinking off and on that I'd like to do. Okay, that's good. If I'm going to say which games I like to do... See, that's a tough question, because I've got a list of, like, 30 or so games that I actually want to do and plan to do sometime in the future, like... Well, you can, you can kind of go along with our theme of pipe dreamish games that are not like the game Pipe Dream because I think there is a game Pipe Dream, but um, ones where it would be great to do it, but it might not happen for one reason or another, or it might not happen for a long time. Okay, because I know there are some games I it's like sure I'm going to do that as soon as I get the time because I'm going to do Dragon Ball Z, Super Sonic Warriors whenever I get the time to do that because I just want to have fun imitating all the characters. <laughs> <laughs> that will be my excuse for playing the game. Um, but as for a walkthrough, I think it's not going to happen. I would like to see a video walkthrough for Apollo Justice, Ace Attorney, done by Paul Franzen and Zach Rich. But I, I want nothing to do with that game. I know, so that's why it's a pipe dream. I do dig the idea of having more people than just us on the YouTube channel, because, I mean, I love the stuff that we've all put out, but it is... The Game Cola YouTube channel. That's just either people haven't been very interested, or maybe we're now like some sort of elite, untouchable club, which I really hope is not what we've turned into. Um, or you know, for whatever reason, though, we have um, Zach Rich um, did during Game Cola's long hiatus between the, uh, the during the transition from the old format website to the new one. Um, did put up a video uh, asking if Game Cola was still alive. Matt Jonas, I believe, also put up um, another one. Um, Talking about well, actually, Matt Jonas has mentioned to me multiple times now that he wants to do a video walkthrough. Uh, cool. I'm not sure why he asked it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have had other today. games. But the, uh, the ultimate one, and I'm, I'm actually looking here at our random Game Cola videos playlist that has other stuff like how to spell Game Cola, Paul's little black and white opus of how to spell Game Cola. People still um, have trouble yeah. with it. I know, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, but some of the other ones that we have, like, um, you know, talking about installing older games on Vista, that was cool. Um, nice little technical walkthrough from Michael. Mm -hmm. um, Paul's, <laughs> Paul's video in post-it notes of excuses as to why the uh, new game Cola site <laughs> wasn't ready yet. Um, and then our, our little heartbeat monitor about that. But um, the, the one that was very nice to have um, was a collaborative effort of most of the, I don't know if it was most of the staff members, I don't even know how many people are on staff anymore, frankly, but um, a good number of people got together for our Welcome Back Game Cola video, the celebratory video where we had a bunch of different staff members put together little video clips celebrating the fact that Game Cola is about to be here or Game Cola is here. Um, and yeah, so that I was, was a, I was pretty surprised by the amount of people who uh, signed up to do that. And I was, uh, I was really because, happy because some of them I'm were sorry, go ahead. Like brand new writers that hadn't even written for the site before who were only starting to write for the site when the new site came out. Oh, that was yeah, very interesting. 
I loved it, and, and I was really happy with the quality of all of the submissions, because every single one of them made me laugh, made me smile, and I, you know, I liked having all of them together. I think everything fit very well. So, gentlemen, as we're starting to, uh, to draw this to a close here, you know, looking at, uh, my invisible watch that's here on my wrist, um, any last kind of things that you want to say about uh, the YouTube channel, um, things that you've liked about it, things that you're excited about for the future, just commentary in general? Well, we said what our favorite YouTube videos were, or at least I think we did. Why don't we say what our least favorite videos were? My least favorite um, YouTube video was actually, it would have to be my playthrough for Professor Layton in the Curious Village. Which isn't actually on there. Which isn't actually on there, but it's it's a great game. I love it, but it was so horrible to record because you had to switch back and forth between the top screen and the bottom screen for every single puzzle, and you had to do that five times for all 120 puzzles in the game. Just so you could record, here's the top screen, here's the description of the puzzle, which is five seconds of footage at most, and I have to recalibrate my equipment to go to the bottom screen and watch me inputting it, and then flip back to the top screen to see the explanation, and flip back to the bottom screen to see the other explanation, and that's why it took me two months longer than it should have. I was planning on, like, releasing it in time for the second Professor Layton game, but that didn't work. So, well, how about you? What's, what's yeah. your uh, least favorite video? And again, this is not meant by least favorite video. I don't know. Well, not individual video, but like playlists or whatever. And, and, and again, that's, that's just not, not a very nice topic to broach. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it could be your own. Which, uh, which, uh, well, my video. Mine are white. Mine are white. I don't know. Uh, geez. My least favorite of the ones I have done. And and you can target mine too. Those are fair game. I think my least favorite are the flash flood videos. I hate those. No, um, fuzzy pickles. <laughs> there there are certainly parts of of the Earthbound run that I've I've not been happy with, but I don't know. I mean, I'm reasonably okay with most of the stuff I put on there. I, I don't. I mean, I'm not in love with any of it, but I don't have any real problems with any of it, I guess. Uh, in the future, I, I wish I had more time to spend on these videos so I could do more stuff like with the annotations that I was doing earlier, more time editing, maybe more time trying to figure out how to make the videos higher quality, because there definitely is a noticeable difference between my videos and a lot of other people's videos, but I, I'm not sure I'm going to have the time to do that, unfortunately. Fair enough. I mean, I, I guess in, an, in, a, in a perfect world, I would be able to work on all of those aspects, but I think Alrighty. here's a complaint for you, Paul, is that um, for our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time Run, we couldn't hear each other at all. That that was a, that was a problem, yeah. I believe we had to pause a few times and say, what did you just say? I need to be able to respond to it. <laughs> and that's basically the reason why we can't do a ToeJam and Earl run. Yeah, it, it's difficult. Just, you know, strap a cell phone to your head, like big rubber band. Great. What I, would, what I would like to see happen one time is uh, um, a co-op walkthrough of just uh, an adventure game with one per like maybe an adventure game that neither people have played before, with uh, one person controlling the other person saying, no, do that, do that, do that, etc. <laughs> I think that would be interesting. 
I'd like it. I'd watch it. All right. Well, the one thing for me, um, I in general, I've liked all of the games and all of the video ideas that people have picked out for the YouTube channel. Um, you know, I have nothing that I look at and say, oh, I wish that weren't there. Uh, the one thing that I would like to see in the future is I really enjoyed uh, listening to the commentary on, uh, what was it, uh, the We Are Drama Queens, the podcast where you listen to everybody playing Drama Queens, but you didn't actually get to see them play it. So um, it's, it's one of those things where it sounded like it was a lot of fun, but I wish I could have watched it. So there are a couple of things yeah, I mean, on we, here. We were playing that on an actual DS. It would have been... Well, yeah, I, I understand. That's that's how how we I, I understand that. Right, the, the limitations that matter absolutely. So, but I'm just saying that it it was entertaining to listen to you guys. I just wish I could have, even if I couldn't see the game specifically, see some gameplay footage um, or what, and not just the Drama Queens one. I mean, that that was the same thing that happened with, I think there was another uh, podcast I know Michael did, Ratchet and Clank, and I would have liked to see some gameplay footage there. So again, the audio material was very good. It's just there wasn't a lot to connect with it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's and that's that's why I was saying earlier about really enjoying the videos because even if somebody's playing through what is Presty's Funhouse, um, that has nothing to do with the podcast at all. There's something active to to watch instead of just you know a, a slideshow of screenshots, which is cool if the screenshots are cool and there's enough of them. So, anyways, that's just me. You know, I might be in the minority here, but overall, I've I've really liked um, the stuff that we've had. So, there's been I think pretty good variety and. Um, we have some pretty good people playing some pretty good video games, so you know I can't complain mm-hmm. too much. Um, yeah, and then just to run, see, uh, yeah, more different people do uh, videos too besides us. us three. I think we, we talked yeah, about absolutely. this, but I think that would please, be very. Please, we, we invite you to. Yes, please, please. Um, I suppose yeah, I have, sure. a, or I suppose I have a question about. Um, I think Paul, you mentioned on your Super Back to the Future run that nobody else had done a run of it before, or one person had. Yeah, that guy was terrible. <laughs> yes, because you don't want to be negative about anything, Paul. Oh, I'm, I'm fine with being negative about people who aren't on the game full of staff. Forget <laughs> everyone else. Hey, stink. That's a problem I keep running into when I try to watch other people's uh, videos on YouTube, walkthrough, playthrough videos. I keep getting super annoyed at them. <laughs> because I just don't find them as, as entertaining or as interesting as us. That's that... probably how a lot of people respond to our videos, so... <laughs> Is that a factor that goes into choosing what video you want to play for? Oh, does that sentence make there sense? Are videos for it already? Yeah. Does that does that um, occur to you when you decide, hey, I'm going to do a video walkthrough for this game? Do you yeah, check? I mean, that was that was one of the reasons I went again for the uh, Plan Nine video. I believe at the time, and probably still now, that there weren't any other walkthroughs for it at the time. So. That was something I, I wanted to put that out there just because there wasn't anything else like it. So, yes, I, I would mm-hmm. I would say that is a factor, but it's not always the case. If I'm doing Earthbound right now, there's probably a ton of those. Well, for me, you know, I'm playing the Mega Man games. Everybody's done the Mega Man games, but I'm putting my own little spin on it. And bottom line is I'm having a lot of fun doing them. If they're, they happen to be different from other people's walkthroughs, great. I mean, I've gotten a lot of really positive comments about them, so... Obviously, people are watching and enjoying what I'm doing, so I'm going to carry on with that. But the uh, the Flash Flood stuff, part of the reason I started the Flash Flood column to begin with, was that I was seeing hardly any reviews of Flash games and Flash animations. So I thought, well, this would be unique. And then also doing the uh, the videos um, for them, I think, are also fairly unique because most people don't 
put an internet video up of something that you can play on the internet. <laughs> so, I guess that's different in that respect. I was uh, side note, that reminds me of something I really like on the YouTube pages, our world-exclusive preview of the Miles Edgeworth game that's coming out. <laughs> yes, yes, that is, that is very nice, and that means I'm going to have to, like, do a running playthrough of Phoenix Wright 2 in order to play the Miles Edgeworth game when it comes out. Because Francisca is in the second game and she's going to be in the um she's going to be in the Miles Edgeworth game. So, you know, I kinda have to play the game with Francisca in it in order to make sense because Yeah, it makes sense, yeah. Because Nathaniel's going to be completely confused. I know. I just won't know what's going on. I mean like I'm surprised you didn't get with the Christmas video, I'm surprised I didn't get any comments from you. It's like, what? Who's this character named Pearl and Francisca? Who are, who are they? I, I keep my comments to myself. I just make up backstories in my head, and then when I find out that I'm completely, totally wrong, um, then... Well, spoiler... So Paul likes the uh, Ace Attorney Investigations Miles Edgeworth videos. Uh, Michael, which, which are your favorites, or just some of the ones you like? Some of my favorites. Well, to tie back to what I just recently said, I love doing the video walkthrough for Oregon Trail, which nobody else had done, which completely blew me away that nobody thought to do a video walkthrough for that game. And I'm kind of hoping I could get away with doing another video walkthrough for that game for the Gamefolo YouTube channel. Totally should. Totally should. Just two separate video walkthroughs for that game by the same person on different channels. <laughs> Okay. Great. I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed the last one, so I'd be okay with watching a new one. Oregon Trail, it's different every time. Yeah. Basically, yeah, I think mostly the, um, the Phoenix Wright, the Phoenix Wright game, just because I just happen to like the Phoenix Wright series. The other games are basically, say, like DuckTales 2 or Metroid Fusion. It's, it's a game I liked, and I'm just playing it through for probably the last time. So, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm probably only going to be able to play this game one more time before I die, so might as well film myself playing it, if that makes any sense. No, it does. Makes sense. For me, I, I don't know, being the Mega Man fanboy that I am, I really like all of the Mega Man videos, so it's, it's funny because these Phoenix Wright videos have been taking me a very long time. I think just because of the nature of them, they're very dense, there's lots of dialogue, there's lots of plot development, and I can only watch a few of them at a time before I need to go on to something else, but all of the Mega Man videos um, that are on here, I'll just sit down and I'll watch most of them. I mean, granted, the games are shorter, so that helps, but I, I just eat them up. I'm like, ooh, somebody's playing Mega Man, let's watch this. And so, you know, there are a couple times, yes, where I, I and actually I leave comments like this where I'm saying, please, please use special weapons, things like that. <laughs> but um, despite those couple of times, um, I really enjoy just watching someone else play the games because I have a very clear picture in my mind of how I would go about it. I'm always surprised when somebody tries something different than works. I'll say, wow, that's neat, that's different, I like it. So, I, well, actually, all of the platforms. I've really enjoyed all of the platforms because that's my favorite kind of uh, video game. I'm definitely a platformer guy. So, Super Back to the Future Part Two was very entertaining to me because I love platforms. So, um, those have been all of my favorites. And also, um, I don't know. I've been liking the Earthbound Run as well. That's been pretty fun too. But then again, that is one of my favorite RPGs. So, of course, I'm going to be more partial. I don't understand the plot of Earthbound anymore. 
I lost sight of the plot pretty much after the video where the butterfly from the future explained what was going on, and I know it's just going to be the general RPG plot of visit all six or seven of these various locations and do whatever well, it is you're supposed to do there. Earthbound sort of has this one overarching plot that gets explained by Buzz Buzz back at the beginning, the talking butterfly. It's not actually a butterfly, but that's okay. Uh, and <laughs> then, then you just sort of shuffle that to the back of your mind and say, let's go exploring here, do all of the fun stuff I can do here, and then see what problems this town has. Let's see if I can solve them. Let's see if I can move on somewhere else. So it's, it's really the main plot of the game has very little impact on the rest of the game. It's just sort of a device to um, sort of push you along to all of the your sanctuary locations. Mm-hmm. So I, I like it. I, I don't think you need to worry so much about what the big major plot is because it's quirky, it's different, and it's funny, and it's creative. So Yeah, I, I mean, I've been enjoying it too. And we haven't mentioned this before, but Super Mario Brothers 2 run, I think that's going to be totally... Five times awesome in a handbag. I think so too. And you know what? I I I want this on the record here. So I am atrocious at doing fake angry because two or three of the videos. Because uh, spoiler alert, I jump in at like the last couple stages to uh, Paul and Michael take turns playing the game, and then I jump in for a couple stages. And I was trying to go for like this. Oh, I'm angry at you guys because you went off and played this game without me, and I like this game. And it was supposed to be like, you know, that faux angry where you can tell that there's like a smile on my face. I'm really awesome with that. So it just sounds like I'm really genuinely angry and hating everything. It's just not how I wanted to sound. So, anyways, that's off my chest. Yeah, yeah, uh, I I could tell that was. I don't know. I liked it. That was actually, I showed Marianne a couple of the videos, and her favorite part was you saying that you wish you could throw a vegetable at my head. <laughs> so she laughed at that. Well, she didn't laugh at my jokes. She laughed at you getting mad at me. <laughs> hey, if nothing else, it's a different side of me, so people who are really sick of my, you know, nice, spiffy, shiny, Mega Man, pleasant commentary, you know, they get something different. Whatever. That's fine. As long as people are enjoying the videos, that is what matters to me. Any final words, gentlemen, before I pull the plug on all of you? Paul? Paul? Maybe accident. Pull the plug on Paul. I think Paul's dead. What? what? Did I hear my name? What? Paul is dead. What? Hello? Hi. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks. We're doing a podcast now? <laughs> yeah, isn't that great? Cool. Uh, final I words? Heard, um, no, Paul, I've been totally mimicking your voice this whole time, so it's like you've been in the podcast even though you really were. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah. It makes, makes things handy. I can put my name on something else on Game Call without actually doing anything. I try to do that as much as I can. I don't know if you noticed, but Paul Franson is one of the most used tags on the site right now. I didn't notice. That's actually not my fault. I'm not doing that. But so, gentlemen, shall that we wrap this thing up? Yes, wrap up. Yeah. Paul, did you have any wrap-up comments? Uh, not really. Uh, I... Very much enjoyed doing videos for the YouTube page. Thank you, Michael Gray, for introducing me to the concept of recording yourself playing a video game and talking while you're doing it. Likewise, it's just incredibly muffled to me. (laughs) You're you're welcome, you're welcome. And I'm basically doing that because I saw somebody else do it. And I imagine this thing will just get bigger and bigger and bigger until the internet explodes. But I will say that I'm constantly amazed that people actually watch these. 
like, like I know that's the first thing I thought of when I even heard of this concept. It was like, why, why would, why would somebody watch that when you could just play the game yourself? But I mean, they're they're entertaining. But like, I mean, the well, commentaries really make them wild. The entire time, every time I'm making one of these videos, I say, you know what, I'm doing this because I enjoy it. As soon as I stop enjoying it, I'm going to stop doing it because even though I love all of the awesome comments that. Um, all of our viewers have been, uh, both on my personal YouTube channel and the Game Cola YouTube channel, we've had some really amazing comments. Um, people were very kind uh, and just very hip people. And even though I love to continue to pump out cool stuff that people enjoy, at the core of it, at least for me, I'm doing it because I enjoy it, because I like doing it, because I love these games. And if it ever reaches a point where that's not the case, then, you know, maybe I'll take a break. I think it's a good way to live. It's a good way to live. It's a good way to live. And that's also a great strategy for uh, dealing with, say, we get hate mail, which I know... Which has happened. Which has happened on my... Uh, mostly on my Final Fantasy VI run, because I've offended basically everybody who loves Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, I like that. The first several videos, like, half the comments are like, oh my god, why are you playing this? Stop making fun of this game. This game's great. This is the worst video I've ever seen in my entire life. But I am I wrong? Do, do they kind of dissipate uh, when you get farther into the walkthrough, I guess maybe yeah. When I get to the uh, part where I you like, start being nice to the game, and because mm -hmm. the haters stop watching it after the second video, yeah. I think we might wow. get some As a side note. We are really, really incredible at wrapping up podcasts. <laughs> I believe we've been doing it for about a half hour. Well, let's talk. Oh, we'll end this now. Oh, we'll talk. Okay, now it's time to go. Now it's time. So well, we, we just I'm, love talking about ourselves and the things we do. Yes. I know, because we're so good at it. Um, Alright, so I am I am calling this podcast here. You know, here's the finish line. Let's let's cut that tape, you know, the ribbon, throw the uh, the confetti in the air, hooray, it's over, it's done. And this has been the Game Cola Podcast. Thank you very much for listening and uh, putting up with all of our nonsense. I'm Nathaniel Hoover. I'm Paul Franzen. And I'm Michael Gray. And we're out of here. See you guys later. Oh, jeez. Later. Yes, later, Gator. Cut! Cut! <laughs> Thus ends Game Cola Podcast number 21, produced in February of 2010 by GameCola.net. GameCola.net, video game humor. This podcast starred Paul Franzen, Michael Gray, and Nathaniel Hoover, recorded and edited by Michael Gray... Music is from the Game Boy version of DuckTales 2. Um, and I think that's everything. So, thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And we here at Game Cola will hope to bring you many more fun podcasts in the future. Good night.